When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to the PHNX Daily Bet Show, brought to you by the one and only DraftKings Sportsbook app, America's top-rated sportsbook app. Don't forget to hit that like button, subscribe if you're new, and leave a five-star review. I'm Shane Diefenbach, joined by a man who's trying to steal my mustache, Johnny Venerable, on this fine Thursday. We get football tonight. Johnny, how are you feeling? Uh, I feel great about it. I want to do an in-depth 45-minute preview on Jags Raiders. If you're ready to do that, buckle up. Here we go. Let's talk about it. Depth chart-wise, practice squad players. No, we're not, we're not really going to do that. I'm actually going to spend the next 10 to 15 minutes rubbing salt in the wound that is Russell Wilson abandoning Shane and the Seattle franchise mm. and why he's going to win triumphantly the AFC West with the Denver Broncos. It's so crazy to me that you're so confident in this team. I I was one of the guys for the last two years that's been – I might get stuck to my shirt. Um, that's been like, this team is one quarterback away. This team is one quarterback away. Now I'm looking at it. Now. I have him. He's now here. I'm looking at it. And we'll get into it in a little bit. But today is the AFC West Division Preview Show. We're going to be doing these once or twice a week until the regular season kicks off. This is not the regular season. This is the Hall of Fame game tonight. Um, I don't know how excited I am for it. Mm. But... We'll, 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 we might give out some picks near the end of the show on it. <laughs> the Broncos are one quarterback away until it's your quarterback, and no. their life moves pretty fast when you're I looking know, I'm down the barrel salty. I'm not. of a Drew Locke shotgun, and things are rough. Times we'll are tough. Talk. We'll talk about it. Um, last year on the DraftKings Sportsbook app, I did want to sprinkle on the Hall of Fame game. Ooh, um, I've done it before, um, and it just made me sad. So... I don't know if I'm going to do it again this year. Johnny, are you actually going to bet on this game tonight? I am. I uh, I am taking the Jacksonville Jaguars and their new regime over Fraud McDaniels to win tonight at home for their home crowd. Take the points, take the Jaguars, and I also like the over 30 and a half points. It's an NFL. It's an offensive league. I like a lot of these second-tier quarterbacks that are going to be playing. C.J. Beathard's got a lot of starting experience in the NFL. <laughs> The Jaguars want to see what they have with a lot of their youth on their roster. And when you have new coaches and new regimes like they do in both of these organizations, you're going to want to play a bunch of people because do you got to see what you have. Do we get ETN tonight? Uh, great question. I do not know. Because that that then I'm, I'm actually going to watch if that's the case. I mean, he is being talked about at length on making an impact. Um, I just – McDaniels and, and, and Doug Peterson – are try, trying to ingratiate their culture and they their offensive coaches. So I I think points will be at a premium tonight. I think we're gonna yeah. get over no Trevor easily. Lawrence, no Trevor Lawrence, no Travis Etienne. Um, but hey, it's fine. It's football. Um, all right. Well, let's get right into it, Johnny. You said the Broncos were gonna win this division. You you reflected that on your picks, did you not? Let's see it. Yes, yes, yes. What is your I division did. forecast? Uh, I think Kansas City is going to be a big, hot, steaming mess. Uh, I think they'll make the playoffs, but they will not win the division for the first time in Patrick Mahomes' era. You just don't replace a Tyreek. Their uh, defense was ass at the end of the year. They lost Honey Badger. Their secondary's garbage. Uh, and I think we're going to see some cracks in the foundation this year. 
Uh, the Denver Broncos are led by, I think, the best singular leader in the in, in modern NFL history behind Tom Brady. Russell Wilson, what he's doing for that culture in Denver, they will win so many games. Ugly, they're going to win games late at the end of the year, and he's going to be raining hot fire. I think he's going to be a low-key MVP candidate for the second half of the year. It's going to flip-flop what he did in Seattle. And the Chargers are going to charge. Uh, they're going to disappoint. I think Brandon, Brandon Staley gets fired. I think this division only gets two teams in the playoffs. I think they're going to eat each other throughout the course of the 17-game season. So give me the Broncos plus 250 to win to the division. Um, I like, and I'll talk about this on a future slide, Kansas City second, Chargers third, and then the Raiders. Um, I, I I just don't buy Fraud McDaniels at all. Not a, not a fan of his. Should have kept right. their interim coach. Yeah, I, I I don't hate it. I don't I don't hate it, but I don't love it. Um, okay. I well, as soon as the Russell Wilson thing happened, I was so fired up to watch this team, um, and especially their defense and how great they've been. But then, kind of looking at individual talent now, and it's it, it's a lot different. So this might surprise some people, but I'm actually taking the Denver Broncos too. Finished last in this division, plus 350. Um, I got the Chiefs finishing second at plus 310, and then the Raiders over two and a half division wins. The Raiders have the third place schedule from last year in this division. Um, I think they, I, I think they walk their way over th three or more wins, um, and you get that basically even money. But I'll explain the Broncos pick in a second. I'll explain the Chiefs pick as well while we go over these teams. First of all, the Broncos had trouble blocking for Drew Locke last year um, mm. on their offensive line. Mm. Lloyd Cushenberry had a lot of struggles, and that whole offensive line is just not great. Blocking for Russell Wilson is even harder than blocking for Drew Locke because what he makes of with his legs. Yeah, Boyles is fine. Their, their, their offensive line is better than Seattle's has been. I know. That's, that's not what I'm arguing. I'm just saying when you have trouble with one quarterback and you're going to a quarterback, it's even harder to block for. Um, in Russell Wilson, he does Mike, run into some sacks. Yeah, he does. So that's that's one. Two, Tim Patrick was one of the best players on this team in in terms of individual talent. Jerry Judy. The more and more I watch him, the more and more I'm not impressed and just think okay. he was a great route runner in college. That man couldn't get open last year. He just couldn't get open. He made some fantastic catches. He is a he is a very athletic, great possession receiver. I don't know if that benefits Russell Wilson as much as people think. And then you get Cortland Sutton, who didn't really look like himself after the ACL injury. I still think he's going to be great. But Tim Patrick was that down-the-field threat. Tim Patrick was that guy that would have benefited the most off of the Russell Wilson deep ball. And then other than that, where is the separation coming from? You don't have star tight ends. You 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 don't have a great running game, which Russell Wilson has shown he kind of needs because the let Russ cook era didn't really work that well because you, you couldn't run the ball. You're going to have to run the ball a lot. If they start running the ball and Javante Williams and maybe some Elvin Gordon touches provide some offense, then I can see this working. But until I see that, I'm just not – I'm not bought in with the with the receiving talent because let's not forget, Russell Wilson has a great deep ball and makes great decisions, but he doesn't throw over the middle of the field. He never has, and I don't think that's going to change this year. You're going to have to build the offense around him. And I don't know if that happens and comes easy in year one for the Russell well, Wilson experiment. They have a, I think, a very bright offensive play caller at the head coach. I had an opportunity to connect with Nathaniel Hackett, the NFL Combine, shameless plug. Spent about 30 minutes with him. Incredibly bright. He put the yeah. game plan together once upon a time when Aaron Rodgers and company went to State Farm Stadium last Halloween without Devontae Adams and a bunch of their players and, and really just embarrassed the Cardinals. And he put that game plan together offensively. I he is He's a low ego kind of guy. 
Cortland Sutton, Jared Judy, KJ Hamler is an is enough offensively for Russell Wilson. Okay, but this um, but but this is my point. Nathaniel Hackett had a quarterback that was willing to change his offense. It wasn't a quarterback that had to be built around. Nathaniel Hackett ran RPOs with Aaron Rodgers, and Aaron Rodgers was willing to do that. Everything Russell Wilson that isn't I that heard guy. from Zach and our peeps at DMVR Broncos practice, it is night and day. They have opened up. Shut your mouth, Surrey. They have opened up this offense, and you're talking about their offensive line. Dalton Reiser is a real player. Garrett Bowles yeah. is a real player. Billy Turner, right? I never tackle. said they were bad. I just said their, they had struggles blocking is, for Drew Locke. I would say their offensive line is is the Chargers by by far and away have the best offensive line in that division. I think they've got a top three to five offensive line in the NFL. But I would say right behind them, Denver and Kansas City probably tied for second. I am just I'm all in with this team because of Russell will do just enough offensively. And then this defense that returns a healthy Bradley Chubb that has stars everywhere, especially in their back seven. They have the best secondary, I believe, in the NFL. Um, it, listen, they're they're going to win 12 to 13 games. They're going to win this division. I think it's going to be very difficult for Mahomes and company to find consistency offensively. Tyreek Hill bailed them out of so many so many egregious situations over the better part of the last half decade. Juju Smith-Schuster makes me want to throw up in my mouth, right? I think Travis Kelsey can get oversaturated, and I think, God forbid, if they use him too much, he could get banged up. I don't buy into any rookie walking into Andy Reid's system this year and contributing at a high level. So uh, what Mercole Hardman has been one of the biggest busts as it relates to the rest of that second-round receiving class in 2019, and then their defense isn't very good. I, I think we're going to get a 10-7 and seven year from Kansas City. They'll be a playoff team. I think De- Denver has, top to bottom, I feel like the most talented roster in the AFC West, and I think the Chargers are number two. But the, the difference is the Chargers head coach is a joke laughing stock. He was embarrassed, embarrassing last year. He blew that Week 17 game against a far inferior Raider team. I am not a fan of his. I think they should have moved off of him. You get this young quarterback. If they would have moved off of him and gotten Justin Herbert or like Doug Peterson, Doug Peterson was the Charger head coach, I would think the Chargers could win the AFC. You, this dude, Joe Staley, is, is or, uh, not Joe Staley. What's his name? What's the Chargers head coach's name? Um, Why can't I think of his name? Uh, Anthony Lynn. No. That's not uh, Brandon Staley. Brandon yeah, Brandon Staley. Staley. That was 2020. Anthony Lynn was before then. <laughs> Sorry, Brandon. <laughs> Anthony Lynn was the was the uh, was the I don't know what to do in the red zone. I can't make a decision. Let's call a timeout guy. He got fired, <laughs> and then he he was a running back coach. Yeah. So, mm. so yeah, um, we'll, I, I'm not we'll, I'm not a fan. Well, let's 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 stick with this Broncos team. We'll we'll, we'll go team by team. Okay. Do you know who's going to be starting at corner for the Broncos this year? Elites. The, the most elites, Patrick Sertain, ever heard of him? Yeah, yeah, opposite he's of Patrick elite. Sertain. He's elite. Opposite of Patrick Sertain. Opposite of Patrick Sertain, probably... It's uh, Ronald Darby. Darbs? Ronald Darby is he'll starting at corner. He'll be fine. Justin was, Simmons and Kareem Jackson are their safeties. They'll be fine. Yeah, 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 no, they have, a, they have a great safety duo, and I think they'll do well against the Chiefs, and we'll get to the Chiefs now because... I remember talking about this on the tailgate show when the chiefs yeah. were prime chiefs super bowl. Then they, they'd get figured out for the first eight games and then their offense would kind of reemerge last year. It was the play cover play too high safety against them play too high, play too high, let him throw underneath. 
and and then it worked for about six seven games and then you know he kind of Patrick Mahomes kind of figured it out a little bit and was being patient and then he got a little less patient in the playoffs and we saw what happened I think you can do that more this year because the Chiefs offense to succeed is about three letters it's mvs it's marquez valdez scaling and that is the scariest thing about this offense because you you don't have that elite separation like you did with um with tyreek hill so now to play in terms of patrick mahomes he he wants that cup he wants that too high safety look against him because he can throw to his juju smith schuster who's probably wide receiver two next to uh travis kelsey who's their wide receiver one basically this year uh, so you're going to want that too high look. And it's all about, are, should we even be scared of Marquez Valdez-Scanling? And he's no. going to be a big difference. So I, I, I agree. I don't think so. But I also think that Mahomes has surprised us time and time again. And I think this is still a top five offense in the NFL. I don't, I, I don't care what anybody says. I can tell you definitively that everybody that I've read from Kansas City says Patrick's motivated, and I agree with that, but he can't do it alone. And this He's division- not going to have to. Juju Smith-Schuster is a great receiver. He is a Bro, great receiver. He is a child. Oh he my is a God. joke. He has not been good since his rookie season or his second year in the NFL. The Pittsburgh Steelers could not move off of him. Mike Tomlin, who is a grown-up, could not move off of this joke fast enough. Uh, I, that offense, to me, you're gonna we're going to be sitting here week eight and nine. People are going to be saying, what's wrong with Patrick Mahomes? Well, nothing's wrong with Patrick Mahomes. He's starting... Number one, Clyde Edwards-Hilaire is a huge mega bust. We just need to agree on that right now. He's not a starting NFL caliber back. Daryl Williams, the better back, said Bon Voyage went with the Arizona Cardinals. He outplayed Clyde, and I love Clyde coming out. This is not me knocking Clyde, but facts are facts. He's not a, he's not a great NFL back. That was an egregious pick over, by the way, Jonathan Taylor was sitting right there, and they yep. didn't take him. Juju Smith suits. Juju is no thanks. Hardest of hard pass. I talked about Hardman, and then you've got – Marquez Valdez-Scanley, who the Packers were like, whatever, you're not any good. We're going to let Devontae Adams leave, and we're going to let you leave because we've seen you every day in practice. And if Aaron Rodgers won an MVS back, he would have been back with this team. Yeah. This is this is a receiving core and a backfield, minus Travis Kelsey, with a bunch of C-C-plus guys. And I, Mahomes, Schuster is not a C-plus guy. That is ridiculous. And, and, and Mahomes will elevate them. To you see B, him, you see him doing TikTok dances, and you take his stock down because of that. Pull his stats up. Pull his stats up. Pull him up. Pull him up. Dirt. Big time dirt juju. Nice Keep season last year. Juju. 129 last year. The year before that, as the team's default number one receiver. He played five games last year, Johnny. Dirt. He played he had five great, games. He had a great year. first two years in the NFL, and then everybody figured him out, and he started buying him to himself. He had the most touchdowns of his career in 2020. The most toxic relationship on earth is not ever heard of Johnny Depp. It is Juju Smith-Suster, and it is Mahomes' brother. It's a toxic mess, chaos. Jackson and Juju, shield your eyes. Let's bring up the acquisitions and the departures. You mentioned Tyreek Hill, obviously. Darrell Williams. um, Byron Pringle, who I think is a sneaky sneaky bad loss. Uh, Demarcus Robinson, who's a sneaky bad loss because of what you're getting. Melvin Ingram, which I will say – can honestly be replaced by uh, Carl Loftus because they're both not sack machines. Melvin Ingram was great last year, and and acquiring him to cause disruption was fantastic for this team. But I think that Carl Loftus, their draft pick, can can shore up that defensive line a little bit. Um, we lose Traverius Ward, whatever. Um, Honey Badger, obviously. But you know what the biggest departure is for the Kansas City Chiefs? It's not mm-hmm. Tyreek Hill. 
It's Daniel Sorensen. He's off this team. He's on the Saints now. So good luck with him. Um, their their biggest acquisitions. They got Ronald Jones, who I don't. It's not going to be impressive. I think Jared McKinnon has a chance to do as much as he did last year. I really liked what he did at the end of the year. Um, obviously Juju and MBS. Um, Orlando Brown. They got back. Uh, they they restructured Frank Clark's contract, um, but they get Justin Reed at safety. So we'll see how this works. Uh, That's you know what I you know what you. Chris Jones, it's Chris Jones and a bunch of slop. George Karlovkis would disappear in the Big Ten. I'm, I, do. I watched three months of George Karlovkis tape in preparation for the, me having to sell myself that the Cardinals are going to take him 23rd overall. Thank the good Lord above that did not happen. George Karlovkis is a mid-level yeah. NFL starter yeah. at best. Not, and he, will not, not, he will not be of anything of note this year. Literally, the first thing alive. I said about him is he's not going to make a huge difference, but he can shore up that defensive line a little bit. Because if you remember maybe, last year. Maybe in three years. No, I'm, I'm just I'm, I'm saying fill a space because you remember last year when they got injured, they didn't have any depth. You know where Chris Jones was playing? He was playing defensive end. So that's I not going to happen again. So hopefully it doesn't. So we'll move on from the Chiefs because obviously there's a lot to agree on. Um, let's get to the Raiders. Uh, they got Nick Mullins. That's fun. Uh, obviously the big ones, Devonte Adams. Um, they extended Hunter Renfro. They picked up Demarcus Robinson from their rival, the chiefs. Um, they ex- extended Max Crosby, obviously Chandler Jones. Uh, so those are the biggest signings. I would say, um, you lose a back quarterback, Marcus Mario, but as I said, you get Nick Mullins. Woo. Uh, Zay Jones is gone. Who I think is a sneaky, bad departure for them. Brian Edwards is gone. Uh, and then a lot of a lot on the defense. Obviously, KJ Wright reti- retired. Um, Casey Hayward is gone. But Chandler I think this team. I think this team is going to be pretty good. I think this defense is really good, and I, I'm excited to see what the offense can do with Devontae Adams. What's your outlook they, on the Raiders? They have Johnny? the worst. They have the worst secondary in the AFC. They have the worst secondary, top to bottom, in the AFC. They have a front seven. Chandler Jones will start off hot, and he will disappear. I think offensively. Very, very capable. I think Devontae Adams and Derek Carr are going to put up huge fantasy numbers. I don't think it's going to translate to wins. And I, again, I'm just, I cannot bet on Josh McDaniels in the, the year of our Lord 2022. I can't mm. do it, right? I, I understand think that. I think he's a better coach than, than Brandon Staley. I just think the Chargers are way more. I think the Chargers roster, what Tom Telesco has done in, in LA, I want to say San Diego, he's put together maybe the best 53 man roster in the NFL. They have two of everything. The Raiders, to me, it's a bad year to be in the AFC West. I think if they were in another division, yeah, NFC East or something like that, they would be a playoff lock. I think they'll be competitive, but I don't think they're making the playoffs well, again. The, the, I think last the, year was a fluke. This is what I like about this team is they do something kind of like what the Dolphins did with their offensive line. They didn't really help their offensive line, but they helped them have to protect for less time by getting more options on wide receiver. Their tackles are fine. They're fine. Well, it's kind of the same thing with this defense. They didn't really do much to help this secondary, but they got a pass rushing help in Chandler Jones. And I know you're not high on him, but Max Crosby is electric. And I I think they're going to get their front seven. It'll have to be their front seven. Their line, their linebackers are fine. It'll have to be, it'll be, it'll be the Crosby and Chandler Jones show. If they, if their defense overachieves this year, those two guys have to play with their hair on fire. I just think Chandler Jones getting paid, getting his bag. I, I think he's just he's in cruise control for the rest of his career. Yeah. I love Chandler Jones. He's been a, an all-time Cardinal. But when you're starting Rock Ye Sin in your secondary, when the Colts <laughs> would not have moved off of him fast yeah. enough yeah. on a no, defense that was absolutely loaded in Indy, yeah. um, 
I, I it's just not I, I I would have if I was the Raiders, I would have ran it back with the with the interim coach. I think that guy did a hell of a job. Yeah. They're gonna probably have to play a lot of shell and hide their corners and just hope they get home. But yeah, I agree. It's a it's a wait and see thing with the Raiders. Um then moving on to the Chargers, who is I think mm, the I think they have the highest variance in this division. I think they can because it's just it's so dependent on the on this offense. Um, so key is key additions, Gerald Everett from the Seahawks. They re-signed Mike Williams. Um, obviously Khalil Mack and JC Jackson, which that's why I said this offense is gonna be what caused I think this defense is gonna be a ton better. Um Kyle Van Noy, um, they lose Jared Cook, obviously, but they replaced. They lose Justin Jackson, who was a great backup running back. They lose Linval Joseph, um, Nawusu, uh, and Chris Harris. So you get replacements for the players you lost, but you also gain a little bit in the secondary and on defense. Johnny, what's your outlook on the Chargers team? They're, they're, they're offensive line. I am so impressed with what they've yeah. done because they have stuck to a plan of we're just going to draft what we feel like are elite players at positions, not necessarily of need. They get Rashawn Slater this year in the draft, which I or last year, he's a star. Then they go and they get Zion Johnson this year. I think their run game is going to be sneaky, one of the best in the NFL. They've got their receivers. Keenan Allen, Mike Williams is probably Shano, the most underrated receiving core tandem in the NFL. Herbert's a star. We get it. Like, yep. he, he has very few weaknesses other than his head coach. Um, their tight end could be a little bit better, but you get Schlater, Corey Lindsey, Zion Johnson on the offensive line. And then defensively, like, we forget, Joey Boss is still on that defensive line. They traded for Khalil Mack. Khalil Mack does not have to be a 1A pass rusher. He can go against now some second-tier tackles. They can keep him on a little bit of a, a pitch count. Uh, Asante Samuel Jr., who I know the Cardinals had interest in, he's blossoming now. Their roster is absolutely loaded. I didn't even mention, can we get a Derwin James bounce back season? Can we get Derwin so, James, peak Derwin James, who's holding in right now? Yeah. So the, a lot of what people are talking about uh, with Derwin James is JT Woods, um, their third-round safety they got. If he can, If he can be a consistent player, for safety, they're going to be able to move Derwin James around, which was what he likes to do. Use him as a chess piece, as people are saying. So I think that is a really fun thing to look at. This defense is going to be good, um, but is it going to be dominant week in and week out? I don't know. You got to stay injury free and you got to hope your offense can keep you off the field as much as possible. This offense has been explosive in the past, but it hasn't been consistent. I, I'm going to make a prediction right now. I don't love him as a back, but I just think he's in a perfect scenario. Austin Eckler, who is really only challenged by Isaiah. Spiller, who they took out yep. of Texas A&M, who I like. Mm -hmm. Austin Eckler had 12 touchdowns last year on the ground. I think Austin Eckler, total this year, rushing and receiving in this offense, could have 20 touchdowns. I think at the end of the year, he could be a top three to five fantasy back, not based on ability. And you have to be good to do that. But I think very similar, like a James Conner, like right place, right time, can catch the football, again, is, is really unchallenged. Offensive line that I think at the end of the year, everybody's going to be saying San Diego or L.A. has got the best offensive line in the NFL. Yeah. Last thing to touch on with um, the Chargers. Uh, it's Los Angeles, by the way. It's not San Diego anymore. IP. Um, the Poor run now. defense. Last year, they got absolutely ran all over the entire year. And I don't know if that's any better. Honestly, I don't. Do you, I, do you don't think Khalil Mack and Kyle Van Noy will help out? Yeah, a little Van Noy more than Khalil Mack, but I mean, like yeah. they spent a bunch of money on J.C. Jackson. He plays corner. Yeah. That's not a that's not a stud inside pass rusher. Now they drafted some younger guys. They've got Denzel Perryman. 
I, I just, I, they just have to be smarter. They're not a very smart team. And that's why I'm doubting them that they're going to make the playoffs this year, even though they have all this talent is when, when you, the NFL is such a coaching game. When you go into a divisional matchup, when you go into a Belichickian matchup on a Sunday, you're at a disadvantage when you, when Brandon Staley's your head coach and you are overly reliant on your talent to take over you the AFC is such a gauntlet now with these young quarterbacks. You can't afford to have a coaching disadvantage every Sunday. And I think that's that's what's going to happen. And I think the Chargers are are secretly behind doors. Telesco and company probably know, like, this is it. Let's go after Sean Payton next year. Let's go after a big dog because no no one takes us seriously. And I hope I'm wrong. Like, he seems like a yeah. nice guy, hmm. but no. It's, you're, not, you're not winning in the division right now with, with Andy Reid and Russell Wilson. Hall of Famers. You don't have any. Yeah, I liked. Um, I also like the Sebastian Joseph Day signing the tackle from um, the defensive tackle from the Rams last year. I think that'll help a little bit. But yeah, it's just a wait, waiting game, wait and see. This division is going to be ridiculous, and there's a lot of ridiculous players on there where you can get odds on the drafting sports we got for their over under um, player totals, touchdowns, rushing yards, receiving yards, whatever you want. They got it. Just go into the drafting sports we got right now and click on the NFL. Get all the futures. Get all the props. It's it's beautiful. Um, so make sure to go ahead and do that. But when you do that, use that promo code PHNX if you haven't signed up yet. After you make your first deposit, you get a risk-free bet up to $1,000. Maybe throw it on Justin Herbert to have the most passing yards in this division at plus 130. Throw $1,000 on that. Get back 2300 Why not? It's risk-free. It's DraftKings Sportsbook app. Um, and it just makes it a little bit more fun. I don't know how much more fun it can make the Hall of Fame game for you, but it can do it can do. Fun. It can do a little bit. Just remember that's promo code PHNX only at the DraftKings Sportsbook. We've got minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See show notes for more details. All right, Johnny, player prop time. What Let's you got do it. Uh, run it up here. Patrick Mahomes, I think because of the fact that their offensive weaponry is suspect to say the least, Clyde is going to get hurt. Uh, I think they're, you know how I feel about their wideouts. Mahomes is going to be running. He's going to be running out of necessity. Uh, and I think he hits 325. I think he ends of the year maybe slightly above 400. Uh, and that's not a good thing. If you're in the reading company, you don't want Patrick Mahomes running around. But I think, again, necessity matters. Russell Wilson, 4,100 yards. I think he gets that in his sleep because I also think this team could potentially struggle early on as they get all of their pieces together. So they're going to be down in some games. They're going to have to throw the football. Um, just, uh, again, first month of the season, I think he could have a lot of attempts. Devontae Adams, to me, um, I, I, I think there's going to be zero fall off from from uh, yeah. Aaron Rodgers to, to Derek Carr. These are best friends dating back to their time at Fresno State. Uh, Devontae Adams averages like a touchdown a game. So you're telling yeah, me I like in, this. In, 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 10 and a half is incredibly feasible. You may have that through midseason. I get plus money on that. Also, I, they lost Brian Edwards, who I think is sneaky great. Yeah. Um, yep. I know they have Darren Waller and, and, and Hunter Renfro. But I mean, there's they have nobody even comparable to Devontae. Well, he will get not, force fed the football. Brian Edwards, uh, yeah, I said sneaky, but Zay Jones, I think, is the is the bigger one. I think, yeah, I think losing Zay they Jones. They got their receiving core. It's they're they're putting all their eggs in Devontae's basket. That's a good place to be for fantasy people. Yeah, um, I got three as well for you. Um, these are my favorite props from this division. I got Mahomes over and Herbert's over in passing yards. I think this is just going to be an absolute gauntlet of a division. I think they're going to be airing the ball out. I don't think Mahomes is going to see that much of a fall off in terms of yardage. Um, I think they'll get through it. I know you're not high on Juju. 
I, I, I still think it's, it's Pat Mahomes at the end of the day. I think he eclipses the 4,600 mark. And then Justin Herbert, he's due for a 5K season. I'm taking him over 47 and a half. I'd take the alternate over if I could. And then as I said about the Broncos, they're going to need to run the ball. I don't know if this happens midseason or happens at the start of the season, but I, I think they're going to have to establish the run. And I think they do that with Javante Williams, who I think is going to take over that lead back role and take yeah. over Melvin Gordon. Um, over seven and a half rushing touchdowns. I think he hits that easily. I really like this. As I said, Russell Wilson needs the play action and needs the yeah. running game to get going um, to start cooking. So I, I think they see what Pete Carroll was doing, what was working before Russ got a little unhappy. Um, I just hope they don't cater toward him too much, and that's why I also took them to finish last in the division because it might happen. I don't think it, I don't think it's a for sure thing, but I think it might happen. Somebody's got to finish last, so I, I, yep. there's no right or wrong answer, and I can make a case for everybody other than Kansas yep. City. Russell Wilson gets to feast on Kansas City and Las Vegas is secondary twice this year. Um, and I mean, San Diego's secondary or LA secondary has a lot of names, but they were giving up huge, huge point totals last year. So it's conceivable that he eats against everybody. That's why I yeah. love the Cardinals this year, statistically with Kyler Murray and Hollywood Brown. They're, they have to play the AFC West, but the AFC West defensively, it's just okay. They're not great, but it, it's what can you do against you know four Pro, pro Bowl quarterbacks? That's the yeah. problem. Well, the, I can make a, key, a case for the Chiefs finishing last. They have the hardest schedule in the all of the NFL by a huge margin strength of schedule. Like, if you look at the graph, just if you're listening on audio or watching right now, just Google strength of schedule graph. It's like a straight line going down, and then at the bottom, 32 is the Chiefs, and it's like a, it's just a huge drop off. Yeah. So yeah, they they got a they got a tough schedule. Um, but it's a Pat Mahomes show. We will see. Uh, Johnny, anything else you want to touch on before we get out of here about this? Yeah, PHNX Cardinals live today. Myself, Bo Brock, the returning Frank Sanders. We're going to talk about Hollywood Brown. Cliff Kingsbury spoke today about this the wide receivers arrest yesterday. That's a hot mess. Hollywood was back at practice. When can we expect Kyler Murray to return? Maybe tomorrow. Would he play in the red and white practice on Saturday? We will be there. We will be live today, 4 p.m. PHNX Cardinals live. Be there. If you're going to bet on the Hall of Fame game, take the over. If you take the under in take a preseason the, game, you're a fraud. Take the over and take <laughs> and take the Jags. Take the Jags money line. <laughs> Plus 120 on the drafting sports pickup. This is where over, we get rolling again. Baby, 70% last year. 70% for your boy last year. Let's Turn go. Turn it up. Turn it up. All right, guys. Um, head over to your local grocery store or wherever you get your beer. Get some Four Peaks in you. Um, get ready for tomorrow's show. We're talking some MLB on a Friday. It's going to be a good time. Um, but, yeah, wherever you get your beer in Tempe, Phoenix, Scottsdale, anywhere in Arizona. Maricopa's got four peaks, mother. Yeah, what? Baby. They don't have water, but they got four peaks. Um, <laughs> make sure uh, if you're going to drink, you got to be over 21 and enjoy that responsibly. As I said, we'll be back tomorrow at noon, every Monday through Friday, right here on the PHNX Sports YouTube channel. Um, you can follow me on Twitter at Shane D. If you can follow Johnny on Twitter at Johnny Venerable, you can follow the show on Twitter at PHNX underscore bets. We'll be back tomorrow at noon right here on the PHNX Sports YouTube channel. Peace, love, and Juju's Elite.